This is a Dragon Blazer production. Coming soon to a podcast near you. I will not condone a course of action that will lead us to war. A communications disruption can mean only one thing. Invasion. At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. Begin landing your troops. We haven't much time. The Federation has gone too far. The death toll is catastrophic. Our people are dying, Senator. We must do something quickly. You must contact me. There is something else behind all this, Your Highness. They will kill you if you stay. I can only protect you. I can't fight a war for you. I think we're going to have to accept Federation control for the time being. This is a battle I do not think that we can win. I will sign no treaty, Senator. You said people are going to die? Once those droids take control of the surface, they will take control of you. I was not elected to watch my people suffer and die while you discuss this invasion in a committee. Get me your ship! They will never get me onto one of those dreadful starships. Always two. There are a master and an apprentice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You. I am your host, Stevie Blaze. And, of course, we always have my co-host, Jedi Padawan Xavier. I don't know what that face is. I don't I am know. Xavier. Hello. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, today we start our Star Wars movie watch and we're starting it by timeline of the series. So our first episode that we're going to watch with Star Wars movies is Star Wars episode one, The Phantom Menace. Yes. Uh, there's, there's like three. There's like uh three trilogies in this series, and there's a bunch of a bunch of spinoffs which are cool. I've not watched all the spinoffs. We got this, the prequel, which is what this is. We got the uh, original, and we've got the sequel. Personally, my favorite is the sequel, but it seems that's a very unpopular opinion because it's new. I like the new ones as well. 
Um, wh- one thing we're going to start doing with these movies, like the Star Wars, the Disney, and I don't think I've brought this up to you, but the, the Marvel movies is we're going to rank them as well. Kind of like our other podcasts. We're going to rank these movies based on what we like the best. So we'll start that with our second movie. Like the next one would be our next Marvel movie. When we get there, we're going to rank like, do we like Hulk better or did we like Iron Man better? Cause that's our next Marvel movie is Iron Man. You're really so. putting the pain on this with me. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Obviously we can't do much ranking now because we're only watching the first episode of Star Wars. Right. So. I- Yes, I liked the first episode more than the more than the one that came before it, which was nothing. Gotcha. Heard. All right. So gotta, gotta add that filler to the podcast so that this takes up an hour and a half, so, <laughs> or, or maybe two 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 hours because that's that's how long this movie was. That's four hours out of your entire life. Right. So how you doing, Xavier? Anything new in your life? Um, well, I might start driving. There's that. I mean, I've already started driving. <laughs> I might just get my driver's license. There's that. Ah, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Which was All a right. long time coming, so, yeah. Waiting forever. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just checking on you. Let's see. All right. So. Let us get on with the synopsis of this movie. We're going to go break it down. Break it down. So, to start. The THX logo. The THX logo, yes. Yes, we we got to address that. I don't don't know how long THX has been around, if it was like a... um, huge thing of your childhood, but I still remember like being four years old, living in that one house and, and that THX logo scared the crap out of me. Well, I think that THX, if I'm not mistaken, that is George Lucas's, uh, um, company that branched off to it. Um, I believe that's the special effects done on star Wars. That's their company. Right. I remember, um, like something similar in like the Harry Potter movies. I don't know. I know that um, well, it gets used on many, many different things now, but it branched off because like Star Wars started it. George Lucas started it. I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I, I don't know what movies I'm thinking of, but I also remember this like weird astronauty guy, like within those logo logos as well. It's, yeah. Which, which, um, if the noise didn't scare scare me enough, that um, that weird robot astronaut guy just appearing with his freaky looking face for a four year old to pop in in front of the screen, it was pretty scary too. <laughs> right. And, All right, and the noises it made too. Okay, right. so th- there's there's like two minutes of THX logo stuff. Right. All right, so here we go. This is uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy, in a far, galaxy away, far away, Naboo, Naboo was under an attack. Yeah, that whole so- Weird Alice Yankovic song is kind of like retelling this movie. 
I know. I was going to sing the whole thing. That was going to be my synopsis. <laughs> or I could just play it. You, okay, play so it. you do want this whole podcast to be like two hours long. That's right. <laughs> All right. A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. We escaped from that gas. The Met Jar Jar and Boss Nass We took a bongo from the scene And we went to feed to see the queen We all wound up on tattooing That's where we found this boy Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave isn't even old enough to shave But he can use the force they say Fourteen, yeah, he's probably gonna marry her someday. Well, I know he built C-3PO, and I've heard how fast his pod can go. And we were broke, it's true. So we made a wager or two. He was a preview passing flying ace, and the minute Java started off that race.
flight back to Naboo Cause Queen Amidala wanted to I frankly would have liked to stay We all fought in that epic war And it wasn't long at all before Little Hotshot flew his plane and saved the day And in the end some Gungans died Some ships blew up and some pilots fried A lot of folks were croaking The battle droids were broken And the Jedi I admire most Met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast I'm still here and he's a ghost I guess I'll train this boy And I was singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi We were singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later Now he's just a small fry And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi All right, now Weird Al has given us our synopsis of this movie (laughs) All right so I did actually put, loved. I did, did make some notes on this story, uh, movie. Um, so our first, so I don't know if you are aware of this, but I believe in every single Star Wars movie, somebody gets the line, I've got a bad feeling about this. It's in every single movie. And in this one, Obi-Wan gets it. Pretty sure in every single episode or every single um every single Star Wars movie, if I remember correctly, R two D two and C three PO all show up at some point. Uh, all the main uh, trilogy movies, yes. I'm not sure about Rogue One. I I've, I remember Rogue One. There being um I don't know. I'll be ready to um, to get called out, but from what I remember, I think both C-3PO and um, R2-D2 show up in all of the uh, movies. Yeah. Um, next thing I Maybe have... Next thing I have is the lightsaber igniting in the poison cloud was kind of awesome. It, it, was. it was. It was cool. It was it, a cool vision. It also, it also kind of showed some major stupidity like um I don't know how long they waited for the um gas to to kill them but um I felt like they only waited like a few seconds like maybe 30 seconds or a minute which I guess some people can't really hold their breath that long but like these are Jedi's so I don't know I don't know so, but, but so it was a cool scene. Yeah, it was. So negotiations didn't go very well. Um, they meet Jar Jar Binks, 
And I love the line, the ability to speak does not make one intelligent. Because <laughs> Jar Jar, he asks Jar Jar if he's stupid. He's like, I spoken or something like that. And, yeah. uh, that, that oh, goes true with God. a lot of, a lot of humanity. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I, I really, I know a lot of the fan base doesn't seem to like Jar Jar Binks. I love Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> he's, um, he's one of those characters who fails upwards in a way. <laughs> like, do you know we, what that means? Like, we will, we will talk about Jar Jar. Um, and something that I think also gets quite neglected is the fact that Qui-Gon is literally the main character of this movie. Not Obi-Wan, not Anakin. Yeah. Qui-Gon. Um, the Jedi escape Naboo with the Queen and, and stop at Tatooine um, after Boss Nass gives them a bongo. Which is kind of weird they use the Jedi mind trick and it seems to work, but you can also tell that Boss Nass was pretty much tricking them because he didn't think they'd survive the uh, dangerous waters. Also love how um, he's immune to uh, forced mind tricks and yet he didn't know that, <laughs> that um, Qui-Gon was using the force on the die when he rolled it. Oh, that's Watto. I was talking about Boss Nass. This is the the Gungan area where Jar Jar's uh, Jar Jar's oh. people is. Yeah. Now the next part is uh, when they go to Tatooine. Uh, Qui Gon tries to buy a part for the ship, but and as I put here, offensive Jewish stereotype won't take Republic credits. <laughs> Watto's kind of just an offensive Jewish stereotype. You know, tight with her money. I don't know. Uh, this big scene, C-3PO meets R2-D2. Um, Anakin offers to win the pod race for them. Anakin's mom is essentially Space Virgin Mary. Um, I wish I got that. <laughs> you don't get that reference? I don't. Okay, so... There, uh, Qui-Gon is talking to, uh, Anakin's mom, which I believe is his name, Shmi. And he asks, who is Anakin's father? And Anakin's mom says, there was no father. I was just pregnant and I raised, had him and raised him. The Virgin Mary, the person who gave birth to Jesus, also, supposedly, she's called the Virgin Mary because she was a virgin. Virgin Mary. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so Anakin Skywalker is Jesus. Yeah, he's space Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's space Virgin Mary, and he's space Jesus. That kind of gets me thinking, though. Like, within. Like, um, Anakin Skywalker is strong with the Force. He, and he, he's seen as, like, this special chosen one. His mitochlorians are so off the roof. He has so much of them. I know. Um, my, my next wonder, point, my next point was Qui-Gon checks Anakin's mini-chlorian levels, and it's over 9,000! I wonder really if we, high. I wonder if there's actually, like, in some, 
form of uh, canon Star Wars media, we actually get like numeric midichlorian ma- um, stuff. But um, well, my question is, what's what's his mother's midichlorian levels? Hmm. I don't know. I don't. See, they didn't give her any kind of like. It didn't seem like she had any. Well, may, maybe they couldn't sense any in her because they're so high that they that um it's like it's like frequencies of volume. Like only sometimes humans can't hear them, but dogs can. Uh, the next thing I put on here is the poverty. <laughs> Maybe that's how she had a baby with her with the force. <laughs> the I guess force that's baby. How, that's I guess bad. that's kind of how all babies are. <laughs> I don't know. That's, maybe that's maybe that's how um, maybe that's how Anakin was born through the force. Force baby. It would explain a lot. Uh, the next thing I put on here is that, uh, the pod racing uh, scene. Pretty freaking cool. I like oh, I like the pod racers. I also like to um, also like to say uh, even for this, this movie was two thousand one um, uh, nineteen ninety nine actually I think nineteen ninety nine okay this that's probably just the um the version I was watching then let um, me double check but I'm pretty sure it was nineteen ninety nine alrighty then yep nineteen ninety nine okay doke I didn't know that um. This movie came out in the nineties. Hmm. Yeah, still a long time after the uh, still a long time after the original trilogy. Yeah. But anyway, um, um, Anakin, Anakin did some really good acting for well, he was nine years old. Yeah. Usually, I feel like um, I feel like a lot of uh children in movies get a lot get bashed a lot for bad acting. And usually when it comes to, like, voices. Unfortunately, um, Jake Lloyd is the actor who played Anakin Skywalker, and he quit acting after Star Wars because so many Star Wars fans were assholes. They treated him like shit. He quit acting because they they did the same. uh, Fans, like, bashed Jar Jar a lot, too. So um, there was a lot of hate coming from the fandom after this movie for Jake Lloyd and Jar Jar Binks. So the actor who played Jar Jar, which was, uh, Oh gosh, I can't No, not Ray Park is the, uh, is Darth Maul. Um, I can't remember his name, but the actor who played Jar Jar, um, he, he had a lot of issues too. Um, I also read that he contemplated suicide because of all the, um, bullying people would do to him. So, that's, anyways, that's, that's one of it's one of the um, terrible things with some fan bases. Like you, they take it they take it too seriously. They treat it like gods and whatnot. Like this is new stuff, and you're not meeting our expectations, so you suck. Right? And, and he's, I don't know, nine years old. Like, yeah, people why? Are people are dicks. Yeah. Um, yeah. going back to this. Uh, Qui-Gon makes the biggest mistake in the galaxy and frees little space Hitler. I mean, Anakin from slavery. Oh, no, no spoilers now. No, no spoilers. Uh-huh. Space Jesus. Yeah. He frees space Jesus. 
Sure. Uh, Qui-Gon tells the Jedi Council that he he encountered a Sith, which has been extinct for many, many years. Or so they thought. Um, During the negotiations with uh, Palpatine and all the people, uh, I saw E.T. E.T. is in the, uh, the, the council. When they were, uh, when Padme and all them are talking, I believe. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. I think. E.T. E. is in there. Uh, the Jedi refused to train Anakin because his future is clouded. Because he clouded sen- fear. He senses but- much fear in him. Yeah, clouded fear of his mother. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. I do actually have that quote. (laughs) I have that quote saved on my phone. Okay. Just Uh, because, because reasons. uh, I also have that on my. Padme reveals that the queen was a decoy and she's the true queen of Naboo, so she can ally with the Gungans. And you can, you can just see, um, Anakin Skywalker's face as, as she's made this reveal. Wait, you're, the, you're royalty? <laughs> um, I, mean, I guess it makes, I guess it makes sense. Like, he, he keeps calling her an angel, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the fight against Maul while Duel of the Fates is playing is one of the best in the series, in my opinion. I love the fight between Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Darth Maul. It's awesome. It's not mine, but um when we get to it, I'll I'll tell you. But but oh my goodness. Yes, I love this. It was um it felt amazing knowing like this guy is this guy is on the ropes, but you can tell like he's still got this menacing appearance, even though like you can tell he's kind of struggling against two Jedi masters and whatnot. Uh, technically, Obi Wan wasn't a master yet; he was still a Padawan. Right. But... Anyways, but yeah, and, and it's just like it was. It was just and that music. I mean, it's just epic. It just sets the tone. It's fantastic. Ah, love it. John Williams, chef's kiss. Um, the last note I have is they shouldn't have burned Qui-Gon after he died because he could have totally survived that. People are surviving just lightsabers in the chest all the freaking time. I'm just saying. But no. We have a dead Qui-Gon, and they burn him alive. I mean, if he's got, like, a hole in a vital area, I don't know if they... What do you think the odds are of them get, of uh, him getting to medical treatment in time? Uh, like fine. His heart probably stopped. It would have it been fine. Well, the reason I say that is, like, especially... And I love the Obi-Wan series... Um, but there's like multiple people that get stabbed through the stomach in the Obi-Wan series and they somehow survive. 
the, with the lightsaber. So I feel like Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon was pretty strong in the force. He should have survived. Also, well, while we're like going over that, I gotta, I gotta read this quote out loud from the illustrious and general Jar Jar Binks. <clears throat> Misa have no, Misa no have no booba. Literally. <laughs> like he said, Misa no have no booba. And yes, booba is a meme term nowadays for some, and I like to believe that it came from this, but I don't know. Misa don't think that. <laughs> I don't know. I also gotta mention the um the lighting throughout the movie. I know it was this is a weird thing to compliment, but but I like but I really liked the lighting in this movie. Like there's a, the lighting in the um Darth Maul fight, sometimes you get this um you get this glare and just the right spots and stuff and what the heck? Oh you're drinking stuff. Okay. And then you get this um this uh meeting with like Anakin, Qui Gon, Obi Wan, with with like uh Yoda and Count Dooku and just the lighting from the horizons it's beautiful, man. It's just beautiful. Fair enough. So, what did you think of the Phantom Menace altogether? I thought it was an amazing intro to the series as as a whole. Like, even though that's not technically the intro, chronologically, it is. So, yeah. Um, I liked it. Like I said, the lightsaber battles. Specifically, the last one with Obi-Wan, uh, Darth Maul, and Qui-Gon uh, was just, like I said, it's one of my favorites of the series. I don't know if it is my favorite, but it is one of my favorites. The pod racing scene, really cool. Uh, a lot of fun visuals there. Um, the one criticism, and I understand... Uh, <sighs> I'm trying not to criticize a lot of things that a lot of fans criticize, but the little, there's a little bit overuse of, um, digital characters. Uh, Jar Jar is all digital. Watto is all digital. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but when Phantom Menace first came out, Yoda was still a puppet. They digitalized him later. And made him the look the way he looked in the episode or movie we watched. But if you watch original, like the, when it first came out in 1999, they still used the Yoda puppet. Uh, they didn't make him a digital character or CGI character until Attack of the Clones. And which is fair because he gets to use his lightsaber and attack on the attack of the clones. Um, but he was still a puppet in the uh in the original production when they first came out with Star Wars episode 1. Um I feel like that would have been an interesting fact to use while we were watching um Attack of the Clones, but whatever. Well, yeah, but, I, the the fact is brought up because he was a puppet in this one. 
right, um, right. in the in, uh, originally when it came out. Uh, so Jar Jar, I feel like Jar Jar would have been better off as a real character, like have an actual because you know Star Wars has a lot of characters that are you know um, practical effects. You know, a lot of the characters are practical effects and not CGI's. But George Lucas got the got got a lot of CGI abilities in '99, and he just CGI'd the crap out of it, which is okay. Watto, I get because Watto flies. So, if you want that type of character, I think CGI is definitely the way to go with that. Um. But we had talking, walking, talking turtles in 1990 for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. They could have done something like that with Jar Jar, and I think it would have worked better. Now, there is a little too much Jar Jar. Jar Jar's a lot to take. I'm, um, uh, he was, he was amazing comic relief. It, I, I'm sorry. I, I I love Jar Jar. So yes, you you, you keep your opinion, but I love Jar Jar. Okay. Um, I don't I don't hate Jar Jar, and I I I I I, I, I listened to this podcast recently called uh, the podcast was Jar Jar Thinks, and they they've they've kind of uh, talked me into believing that Jar Jar was originally supposed to be a Sith Lord. <laughs> oh man, I, I didn't know that was actually like a serious thing. I thought I, I've heard of that before. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that was actually a thing. There, this podcast I listened to, like they had one person like trying to convince her friends that um, that Jar Jar was meant to be a Sith Lord, but George Lucas backed off because of the response on Jar Jar. But originally, but she brings some compelling arguments that, like, how Jar Jar just clumsily manages to destroy crap during the war. Like, she believes that he uses the Force, and he was te- going to become the uh, Sith, uh, a Sith Lord, and that he that he is a uh, not a Jedi but a Sith. So, and I, I was I was inclined to believe it. She she brings a compelling argument. If you ever get the chance, listen to episode one of Jar Jar Thinks podcast, and uh, I think you'll be compelled to believe that Jar Jar is actually a Sith. Yeah, but anyways, uh, something what? something up. I'm sorry. I gotta, Go I gotta mention. I gotta mention. I gotta mention. First of all. I don't know if I don't know if you've noticed. I think there was some cheese on on Qui Gon's beard. I, like I, I know I don't know why I noticed this. There's like I know I'm not really one to talk because I've gotten some crumbs in my relatively small face, small amount of facial hair before. <laughs> but um, but I'm just I'm just laughing that like this Jedi Master just has some like crumbs about to fall out of his beard, like the Force. Knows all, but not about 
the um, leftover cheese curdles that you ate last night. <laughs> okay, continue. Well, all I was about to say is, uh, let's take a break for a word from our sponsor. Uncomfortable pause. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Sponsor. Um, So I should probably bring up the fact that Big Doodoo was mentioned. But But after that... What do you think about a ship between a nine-year-old and a fourteen-year-old? Oh, jeez. I mean, at least they're both technically minors. Yeah, so is a fifteen-year-old and a four-year-old, though. I mean, I feel like it was him, uh, him all over her, and less her over him. It felt the opposite for me. It kind of felt like, okay, she's kind of pretty, but, like, there was no, I mean, even for a nine-year-old, it didn't feel like flirt action. I don't know. He's the one that said she was an angel, so I'm just saying. I know. I don't know. It... I, I don't feel like, I feel it that way. Like, if you remember when... Qui-Gon was trying to do all this bartering and everything. She was the one that was like, you want to trust everything on a nine-year-old? Like, she was the one getting upset that he was trying to use this child to win the parts. And she's like, the queen would never go with this. Go for this. Mind you, right at this point, she's the, she is the queen, but nobody knows. That secret stays, so he's like, well, the queen, what the queen doesn't know won't hurt her. Well, I don't approve. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't approve. So she was not about letting, trusting this nine-year-old, which doesn't, I think she was just being nice because he's a kid and she found this kid who is in slavery. <laughs> right. Okay, even if we were to ignore um, all of all that, it's clear that we're getting a ship between these two. Well, and they we get, get together. Them, and later, we get them when so. they're like, well, yeah, but the ship starts at the age of nine and fourteen, and the movie makes it clear about this. I mean, maybe sure. But I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. They don't get together until he's 18 and she's 24. Wait. 13. 23. 18 and 23. Uh, okay. Yes. Right, 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 right. Also, um, I would, let's see. If there's any other comic relief aside from Jar Jar, and Jar Jar had a lot of comic relief, I love Jar Jar. Um, it's the droids. <laughs> All the robots and the droids. Roger, Roger. Just, 
they were so dumb. <laughs> I know that like artificial intelligence isn't always going to be the most well intelligent. Um, I mean, non-artificial intelligence isn't that all that intelligent. But holy crap, some of these artificial intelligence were pretty unintelligent. Yeah. Um. So, did you have a favorite scene from this movie? Favorite scene? Um. I mean, I have a definite one. (laughs) (laughs) Um. It's a weird one, but I'd have. I would have to say. The uh, pod racing. Either yeah. that or the um, or the uh, council thing with uh, Anakin Yoda kind of saying, "Okay, this this boy is definitely afraid." Stuff like that because it because it's foreshadowing and it's heavy stuff. Yeah, for me, it's definitely uh, the lightsaber battle between Darth Maul, Qui Gon, and Anakin uh, all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, did you have a did you have a favorite character? So this is the one this is the first movie I think where there's like a huge cast of characters that could be liked the most where a lot of the movies we watch there's a focal point, a focal character that it's almost obvious that they're the favorite. So do you have a favorite character in this movie? Um I'd have, I'd have to say Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon? Qui-Gon is pretty badass. I like Qui-Gon as well. Yeah. Um, he's got a particular set of skills, so, you know, it's understandable. If, if, if not like a direct main character, then definitely Jar Jar. No, I think Qui-Gon's fine. Uh, for me, it's Darth Maul. I thought Darth Maul was this cool villain... That I was very sad that he only showed up in the first prequel. Yeah, I, I will say he, even then, he didn't really show up. I'm, I'm glad there's like other medias. Like, yeah, he I don't does. know which other medias, but he, he gets screen time in a lot of other, like, canon Star Wars films. Well, I won't bring up movies, but he is prominent in the Clone Wars. And I'm told he's also in Rebels, but I haven't got to the Rebels. I have watched all of the Clone Wars, uh, the movie and the show. The show is really good. I even watched the original cartoon. That's not technically canon anymore. But he's pretty awesome in the show. In fact, every episode with Star- uh, with uh, Darth Maul and the Clone Wars show, awesome. Everyone, he is fantastic in the Clone Wars show. Yeah, I, I love, like, the idea of this guy. Like, he's... I want to see... Oh, man, Darth... For one thing, Darth Maul is, like, clearly, like, a, he's a devil guy. He's He's got, like, horns on his head. He doesn't have any hair. Um, Clearly has the appearance of, like, a devil. He's, he's um, fearsome. He, he never says a word. 
I don't. He saw. Um, he talks. He talks. I think in the he movie. grunted. No, he talks to uh, talks to Palpatine a couple times. He doesn't talk okay. a lot, but he does talk. But yeah, he's okay. He just he doesn't talk a lot. He's a man of very few words. He but, talks um, a lot in the Clone Wars. So yeah, he's <laughs> but like he he's clearly supposed to be this um, looming um, evil appearance, like a. Like a disaster waiting to happen in some ways. I don't know. No, he's all, he's awesome. I do, yeah, I do plan on um getting into like the Clone Wars. I just haven't been able to get in the time and don't. I don't have. I don't know. It feels oh. like something I gotta sit down and binge watch when I get the chance. I strongly recommend if you start watching the Clone Wars, listen to the Clone Cast, Adam and Tom. Great guys, hilarious. Enjoy them a lot. They they do a, a Clone Wars. Actually, it's not really a rewatch because only, one of them hasn't seen it, and the other one has. So uh, you're kind of watching along with. Uh, um, I believe it's Tom that's never seen the Clone Wars. Well, now he has. He, they've got they've gone through the whole Clone Wars. They're on Rebels, and that and I've been watching along with them, kind of. So when when does um the Clone Wars take place? Is the Clone Four so episode one or it's after episode two before episode three? Okay, so why is why is Darth Maul? Is he like flashback material? He doesn't die. Huh. That's so weird. They, they explain they explain it in the Clone Wars cartoon how he survives. Um, in fact, when they find him, he's crazy. I mean, he, he's, he, his, he's lost his mind after losing part of his body, but, um, that'll, that'll happen to a person. You also get to meet, uh, one of his, like one of his species, another one of his species, um, who has like red makeup instead of our yellow makeup instead of red. Um, it's all pretty cool. Uh, Clone Wars starts off a little rough and the movie's kind of bad. Uh, the Clone Wars cartoon movie is kind of bad, but it gets really good. It gets very good. So, like I said, go, uh, my suggestion is watch it and then, um, listen to the Clone Cast, uh, podcast. It's a lot of fun. And they talk about me because I'm awesome. And I was the first person to email them. Neat. Also, there's a little Clonecast plug. Shameless plug. Can we we point out the fact that Anakin, at the age of nine, knows three languages? He knows, like, I guess common. I don't know if there's, like, a uh, special word for English in, um, in the Star Wars universe. But I know that common is usually used for that kind of thing. Um, he knows... The uh, Tatooine's weird language. No, he also I, knows what. Go ahead. Um, he also knows like droid droid language that um RGD spouts. Like uh, I think everybody, it's kind of weird, and I it's seems like most people know R two D 2s um language, but no, it's uh the the language you're talking about is Hatties. 
He knows Hatiz because huh. he's a slave in a Jabba the in a space with where Jabba the Hutt is the lead gangster in that in Tatooine. And oh, so, Jabba the Hutt's a gangster. He's- oh yeah, he is. He's a mob boss essentially. And uh, uh, the common tongue of a lot of people in Tatooine is Hatiz, which is what Jabba speaks. Mm. Well, fun fact. So, so he knows that uh, Hatiz is English or the common tongue, and right. uh, as you said, droid language. Apparently, droid language is so good, though, that he can um, interact with with R2-D2 while he's outside of the space shuttle. I feel like, uh, if I remember right, Luke could uh, communicate with R2-D2, too. Unless it's just like a Force thing. Okay. It, it might be a Force thing. I'm not sure. Um, so, we've, we've gone through favorite scene. We've gone through favorite... Uh, character, let's go to what is your rating for Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace? I give it an eight. Easily. This is tough because I know I know I like other movies a little better. Um, I do like this. There's a little bit of. Downside. Uh, I'm going to go with a 6.5. Um, so not, so not much above average? A little over average. It's a good one, but I know that there's other ones that I'm going to be rating much higher, and I feel like it would do a disservice if I said this is as good as, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, there's other movies I know that I'm gonna that I loved when I watched them. So, um, I don't foresee myself giving any Star Wars movie less than a five. Maybe I'll feel differently after I watch them again, but I don't think any Star Wars movie is going to be less than a five for me, unless we decided to watch the Star Wars Clone Wars movie, and that might be less than a five because that movie or- was shit. Maybe during December, we get to the holiday special. <laughs> okay, that may be less than a five. <laughs> um, I, I will say, I that. um, a weird thing is, episode two is probably um the thing I, the um episode that I remember the least amount of major events happening. It's probably um. Probably for that reason, my uh, least favorite, but I, I don't know. I, I remember watching it when I was like 13 or 14 years old. It was it was a long time ago, so. Right. All right, so next let's go to the Rotten Tomatoes score. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score for The Phantom Menace is going to be? Um, Critic score, I'm going to... Take to 85%. And um, regular score 70. 
Um, I think critics are going to give this about a 75%. However, this movie got majorly panned by a lot of uh, fans. And the people that loved it are the ones that grew up with it, you know, that were kind of probably your age when they watched it. Or like when it came out, well, you weren't born in 99, but the young people that grew up with this have a lot of love for it because, you know, Jar Jar was great for them. Um, but the older people didn't. So I'm thinking that fan score, I'm going to go with a 55%. Okay. So 75 and 55 on you, 85 and 70 on me. All right. Yes. Oh, shoot. So critics give this a, is a 51%. Oh, hey. The fans have it higher at 59%. Okay, so you're closer on both accounts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Um. Wow. Didn't, I didn't know it was that bad. Jeez. People suck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you, you, whoever's watching the video, you, you probably suck too. I, I don't know you, but you probably suck. I, I was giving it a little more credit than that. <laughs> um, look at how, look at how upset rough. I am. Very rough. Um, ouch. What? Well, let's go with the Cinemantra now. All right. Okay, so for those of you new, Cinemantra is a thing where I metaphorically go into a realm and ask my father a question. He also asks me a question, and we'll rate each other um, out of ten. The question in, in question, of course, that feels a little weird to say <laughs> conjunction with each other. Um, the question has to pertain in some way to the movie, even if it's like, okay, so here's my Cinemantra question for you that I will rate out of 10. You find, okay, so instead of going into said Cinemantra realm, I went to a swimming pool and there the lifeguard was off duty and the substitute lifeguard was Qui-Gon Jinn. But, you, but an alternate universe Qui-Gon Jinn with a horny personality. This Qui-Gon Jinn... <laughs> your face. Okay. This Qui-Gon Jinn definitely had something going for him. And when I asked him a question, um, he immediately started telling me about what the pool was made out of. It was my dick chlorine. So. Jeez. <laughs> so, a terrible joke. My dick chlorine? <laughs> yes, my dick chlorines. Okay. Um, okay. I don't see a question here, but okay. So the question is, I need you to... Okay, I need you to come up with 
a way to how the heck it got there. <laughs> how the heck what got there? The 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 Qui-Gon's dick chlorine. It sounds like he used the force on it. <laughs> <laughs> Six. <laughs> the force Six. is strong with this one. Seven. Okay, seven. You get seven. Wow. Wow. I don't even. I have nothing. I don't. I don't think I have a cinema mantra for you. I. I don't think there's anything. I, I, just, I don't. Uh I hear my cinemantra is, would you be a Sith or a Jedi? Just remember the dark side has cookies. I believe I would be the dark side. (laughs) Very dark. Very dark. (laughs) Holy crap, I thought that at least the um, phone's lighting would kind of Shine on me a little no, bit. No, all I see is your your creepy glasses in the dark. Yeah, I wonder what happens if I turn my brightness up even more. Oh wow, <laughs> still sinister. <laughs> okay. Less sinister. Okay, there we go. There, there's, there it is. Oh bloody hell! Okay, so is there anything else we want to say about Star Wars? The Phantom Menace. Um, I'm not sure. I don't, oh yeah, um, there's one more thing I remember from the pod racing. I did actually put a note of this. Um, remember when Anakin was having trouble getting his uh thing together? Like he was having troubles toward towards the end of the race and. Towards the end of the race, and well, he basically got it back together essentially by turning the off, turning it off and back on again several times. Uh, a very tied, time honored tradition. Yes. Is it working? Is it not working? Just have you tried turning it off and on again? Works now. These things happen. Yeah. I mean, that's how you do it. it um also let's talk about how crazy it is that they they made a bet and pretty much giving everything away their ship all this other stuff on a kid that's never won a race but somehow now he's able to use the force properly yeah pressure was on Heat is on. All right. So let us see what Siri is going to have us watch next week. What genre? What genre are we going to watch next week? All right. Hey, Siri. Pick a number from 1 to 43. One sec. A random number between <laughs> 1 and 43 is 39. Ooh, this could be interesting. <laughs> 39. 
39 is Oscar winners. Oscar winners. So right. we, we have to find a movie that is, that has won an Oscar. Mm. Sesame Street. Really? <laughs> Sesame Street. Sesame Street. It won. It has an Oscar. Yep. We gotta go. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to do with you. Anyways, may the force be with you. Yes. Oh. And uh, you want to plug anything? No, I don't want to plug anything. I want to be anonymous on the internet for some reason. And dark still, apparently. Uh, so, let me plug my stuff. You can find me on Dragon Blazer Productions on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the YouTubes. And you can also find me on Dragon Blazer Pro on Facebook, or on Twitter and the TikToks. And, um... And I, and I might as well. I, I doubt it really make much of a difference. Um, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook as Cryo Keen Artist. So. Well, this which, is the first. Yeah. I'm, um, basically, all I have on my YouTube channel is a bunch of, like, drawing videos and the occasional One Piece review, which... Which I am, I'm working with. Like, it's, it's podcast material, but I don't know. Fair enough. All right. Afita Zen. Oi. I got two fingers up. Nobody can see that. (laughs) That's what I'm telling you. (laughs) Dark side.
Hello once again. Please, if you will, like and subscribe onto our YouTube page titled Coming Soon to a Podcast Near You, where all these wacky podcasts where we watch movies and review them go on. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Peace.